gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe here in this great hall of justice. Superheroes have to be around other superheroes. You know what I mean? That's the Hall of Justice is more about them just commiserating about their powers and less about them like actually fighting crime. Seth Everett is the best there is at what he does, bub. And what he does is the Hall of Justice podcast. Go, go, go with a smile. Welcome to another edition of the Hall of Justice. We are getting closer and closer to the big episode 300. If I knew what episode 300 was, I would promote it. I don't. This is episode 296. Uh, There is a new Warner Brothers DC animated movie. It's like their fifth, five millionth uh, DC film. It all started back in the day with Superman Doomsday. And now they have a brand new one called Green Lantern, Beware My Power. Now, we talked to one of the co-writers of Green Lantern, uh, John Semper, the great John Semper, um, a couple of weeks ago. But I hadn't seen the movie. So my questions for him are all about the writing process and what he thought of the movie. I hadn't seen the movie. Now we have. So this is the <clears throat> spoiler review for Green Lantern, Beware My Power. Now to join us, we have the co-writer of Green Lantern, uh, the great Ernie Altbacker. Uh, now Ernie's story, we learned all about Ernie's story. Uh, he was episode 261 in an episode entitled Ernie Altbacker. But wow. uh, he is co-writing the uh, <laughs> great the, title set. <laughs> it's a great, ti- great title for a podcast. Uh, but uh, he co-wrote uh, Green Lantern, Beware My Power uh, with John Semper. And Ernie is with us here to, to talk about that film. Uh, first of all, congratulations. You uh, recovered from Comic-Con and all the Green Lantern love. Did you have to wear like the uniform the whole weekend? Uh, I did have a Green Lantern hat for the, uh, <laughs> that, that I wore quite often, and and I do happen to own several Green Lantern shirts, and that was even before writing the movie. But you know, well, congratulations on, on the movie. It's um, it's great, and and I'm not saying that to get you to come on. I I would I would tell you we've we've always been honest with Working. each other uh, before, and you know there the the movie. Um, it's very, first of all, visually, you have to watch it on a big screen. Um, I, you know, I remember watching the first 10 minutes of it on my phone. And then I said, no, this is this does not work. This this has to. So I paused it, went over to the Apple TV and uh, continued it there and uh, saw this movie on a big screen. And it's gorgeous. It's 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 positively uh, gorgeous. Tell me about what it was like working with John this animation legend um not to sell yourself short you've you've done some pretty amazing projects too but i mean this is john semper for god's sakes john john had a you know a a resume as long as my arm when i first worked for him and he gave me my first job 
oh, in wow. the early 90s on the the 90s Spider-Man. Spider-Man, so yeah, of course. He had already done a he had had a whole career before. Well, when we talked about it then, that is the <laughs> definitive iteration of Spider-Man. I, I still stand by that. Um, the heroism that he was able to demonstrate um, in that show. I, I just wish all Spider-Man media was like that. I want him to be that guy uh, all, all the time. Um, what was the mantra? Well, first of all, let me start this. Um, it seems like this movie is in the same continuity. It's the same art style as the Batman, um, the long Halloween. Yes. Yes. And uh, the Superman Man of Tomorrow, the Darren Criss Superman and the Justice Society movie. Is that true that that technically these movies are all in the same continuity? Is that accurate? I think the internet has decided on the name the uh, Tomorrowverse. Tomorrowverse, yes. Which it starts with Superman, Man Man of of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. I think that was a lot of Tim Sheridan telling people that the Butchverse does not mean what you think it means. Oh, that's what what people (laughs) wanted to call it. Because a lot of times, a lot of of times it's after the supervising producer, you know, the executive (laughs) animation producer, but uh, Butch, uh, damn it. (laughs) Yeah, he's been, he's a, he's been on the show, show as well. Um, no, I, I like Tomorrowverse, uh, but it's just funny because Superman Man of Tomorrow is supposed to be this uplifting, you know, it's on the heels of Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, which kind of ended what they called the Tuckerverse. Yes. And that gets into a dark place. I mean, that is that's the darkest superhero thing I, I've, I've seen uh, in, in, a, in a long time. Um, but then it was supposed to be lighter. And what I've noticed is it's not necessarily lighter. It's um, it's it, you know, Justice Society is not it's not a super light book uh, or a movie. Uh, this is not a super light anything a- at all is the tomorrow verse was trying to, like, invite people by saying it's not what the Tucker verse was. But, man, they're still going to hit home like this. Well, you always like to get. Uh, a, a shot in the feels for as 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 uh, people <laughs> might say uh, when watching one of these movies but I mean so the Tuckerverse I was one I was a co-writer on the Apocalypse War so I know that yep. you know I, I always take that as a hopeful ending you know but that might be say say something about my screwed up oh my sensibilities God. that that's hopeful right? superman gets the gets the 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 injection of the of the kryptonite oh my god that, there's a lot that of is as dark yeah. that's as dark wonder woman as it gets. is a robot you yeah. know <laughs> there's she's a fury so yeah um i mean this is the start of something i can only tell you that jim creek has a plan and that he's he's working towards something, and usually that, that's like a big event type thing, um, you know. As all of these do, right? We were kind of it was a it was our own thing, but you could say it was like a dark side war, the right. you know a, apocalypse war, right? It was kind yeah. of, uh, but yeah, I I don't I don't think they go for um, oh this one's going to be uh, a, a laugh riot. You know, we're doing we're right. doing a lot more Guardians of the Galaxy humor. So it's it's each the individual person, but it does go from top down. 
you know, I would, I would say sure. Jim and, and Butch are, you know, the, the people that are, are really, and, and they're directors. Like in this one, it was Jeff Womister sure. and, and he's awesome. If you haven't had him on, you should no. have him on. He, okay. You want to hang up this and I'll call him. <laughs> well, I mean, saying you, you can't know, cut be, the mustard here. He is very interesting. I will. I will. We'll, you know, we'll, so. we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do that uh, in the weeks to come. Um, so given that it's in a universe, there's some kind of a vision that what were your quote unquote marching orders when you and John get this, this task? Is it you got to involve John Stewart? Uh, there has to be, you know, you have to use Sinestro. And by the way, you can use Green Arrow and Hawkgirl. Like what were your parameters? Because the twists, and again, spoilers, if you haven't seen it, the twists and turns, I would love to know that you took a lot of liberties because you guys took a lot of liberties. Well, I'd say that um, this isn't based on any one particular thing, but we're always doing some fan service nods. Okay, so Jim came to John and I and said, we want to bring out John's uh, Green Lantern movie starring John Stewart have it be his origin story, his coming out party. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, you guys remember the hard traveling heroes, which is the, the Neil Adams, Denny O'Neill, early 70s. Late, great Neil Adams. We've, right. Yeah. So it's like when we say in other interviews or, or this one that it's not based on that because they, I guess in the beginning, Butch will tell you that they did do this thing where they were traveling around on the earth and then they got to space and they realized that it was unwieldy that way and they wanted to get to space as soon as possible, right? Oh, okay. But, but I think they were thinking about that and that was before the writers got on because I don't remember any of that where it was like, we're going to be bopping around in Hoboken and have an adventure there and then go someplace else. And, and then finally we get to space like... You know, yeah, you're in a, space, as, and it feels like it's the same day. As as a writer, I want to get well. If we're going to deal with space war, now here was the other march. Well, order. the whole thing happens where he's arrested, right? And and I I guess what what it would feel like is if that's part of his you know character building, and you're building his character. Does does he get arrested the same day he goes to space? Because that is a killer day. Yeah. Well, so. What? Why couldn't that have been a week separated? Well, you know, then you're like sitting there for a week and he's like, okay, I'm waiting for my, you know, uh, I, I got to go get more groceries now. And like, uh, <laughs> oh, my microwave broke down. Yeah. Got to go to the microwave. Animated microwaves, store. I heard. It is kind of the, yeah. the regular life would be kind of uninteresting. We know we set up very quickly that he's damaged. So what I'm saying about the hard traveling here is, is that's why we chose Ollie. Not that we're doing hard traveling heroes. I see. I just see. chose the character, and that had nothing to do with the recent run of the Arrow TV show. Like none, there, there's nothing like okay, Arrow's front of mind for a lot of fans. Well, from a from a writerly perspective, we would say, who is a hero that will not uh, over overshine or uh, lend too much power to John Stewart? John. So he's got to step up. Okay. and really, that person you that is least likely to be useful in space is a bowman 
right. <laughs> so we couldn't put in any of the trinity we didn't want to and, and warner brothers didn't even ask us to right. because right. then if superman wonder woman or batman are there it's like oh there he's going to be a follower in his own origin story it, do, it doesn't work very well so in a nod in a fan service nod let's pick this guy instead of sending him off with kilowatt Sure. Right? right. Then right. the other thing Jim said was, I'd also like it to be J Joseph Conrad's heart of darkness kind of structure in Apocalypse Now, oh, okay. where when you see Martin Sheen in the beginning of that movie in the hotel room and, and you see like what's going on in his mind with all those explosions and stuff, and you're like, this guy is damaged. Mm -hmm. And you kind of, as a viewer, go, he's got some unfinished business out in the jungle, right? So we set it up that John also has PTSD and he's got unfinished business on a battlefield. Now it's not in the desert, again, it's up in space, but through that crucible of battle, he finds himself again. That's, you know, kind of what we, what, but if you look in there, we do have a Kurtz, there is the bridge scene where there's a big battle at night. That's our space battle, right? right? And it's right, like, who's right. in who's in charge? It's like, I thought you were, man. Right, you know, right, it's like, right. that, it, it just looks chaotic. People are just killing each other and they don't even know what's going on, right? Yeah, so, it, it's intense. Yeah, it, it's intense. And you don't know that they're going to make it. I mean, that, that's the thing about uh, this whole story. So similar question about Green Arrow, and that is uh, Hawkgirl. Um, you know, I'd be naive if I didn't know and you're a massive fan of the Justice League uh, animated series. Um, John Stewart and Shaira were a thing. You know, they they have Warhawk, that the, the child who grows up to be Warhawk. Um, is that part of the motivation to have her? And even though it's not a romantic connection, the mutual respect that they eventually get for each other, you're setting the 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 the. the the groundwork you're laying down the groundwork so that if a viewer is watching this and sees John Stewart and Shaira Hall, you could say, yeah, I could see them together. Well, you know what? That was, oh, that was one thing that had to be trimmed because this one's pretty uh, much longer than a 72 minute or it's almost 90. And we had more Shaira John scenes. Once you decide that it's going to be in a war, it's very easy to go. Ran Thanagar is a good war, and you got to we use have, Adam Strange. We yeah. had Adam Strange, right? And we can bring back Shayera also in a nod to the Dwayne McDuffie Justice League, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, 2000s cartoons, yeah. Um, where she was a big thing. That's and a then great, uh, that, that 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 that's a great three part episode when they find out that uh, she was a spy. Mm -hmm. uh, from that and John Stewart's like furious at her and uh, the great Phil Lamar uh, was him. Um, the uh, the idea of just having these connections um, and then you 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 knew that Hal Jordan was going to be part of it. And I, I guess one thing about this tomorrow verse is it takes a lot of, a lot of liberties like. I know who Green Lantern is because I've been a fan of this stuff for years. But if I'm just watching the movies, I don't know his legacy. You know, I've 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 seen I've I've heard some of that. I mean, but the audience to these movies usually are these super fans that. No, really... no, no. What I'm saying is, 
you know, l- let me br- give you some context. Okay. Um, sure. I believe that in comics, any good Supergirl story has Superman in it. It's, oh. it's a fact. Oh. It's a fact. Oh, look and out. It, and it can be, and it can he be. He said it, internet. No, 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 no. no. It, and and it, it can be that he can be present and not overshadow her. I have always believed that. Okay. And I thought it was disconcerting, for example, in season one of Supergirl when she was texting him. I thought that was stupid. Like, he, he, he exists. And so this idea that you're going to introduce another Green Lantern and, you know, there, throughout history, there have been multiple guys, you know, holding the ring. You know, the Kyle Rayner, Guy Gardner, John Stewart, Hal Jordan, that it's a conscious decision to have Hal Jordan. But are you guys taking a leap in assuming that because his name is Hal Jordan, but we've never seen him in this universe, you know how great he is? Well, we kind of set that up a little bit you know, in, in the hall with, with his statue. And, and we talk about Hal a lot. I mean, he really serves the purpose of Kurtz in this mm-hmm. movie, which is just totally a role that he hadn't really uh, done before, except in, in the 90s, I guess. I mean, you know, here's a spoiler. It's like he's been taken over by Parallax. So it's, it's right. not really, it's not really Hal Jordan. Okay, there's a reason why the lanterns are not talking, are 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 not calling back. They've they've disappeared, and and unfortunately, it's it's a bad reason. But did it you, helps did you think do you put the gray streaks in his hair? Did you guys <laughs> know about that? I did not. That was a, that was an artist. Uh, yeah. that, that that was an artist decision. You know. Um, um, well, you know the parallax story. Yeah, you know I I make no secret. That's the first ever comic book. Uh, I read, you know, my, my story about comic books, I was always into animation. Uh, I've told this story on the podcast dozens of times. Um, I was always into animation. I was never a comic book reader until my freshman year in college. I had to cover for the campus TV station. I covered the death of Superman. And I was just like, wow, this is pretty intense. And then I started poking around and it was right around the time that Hal Jordan went bananas. Coast city is destroyed. Hal Jordan is vengeful. He collects all the rings to try to bring Coast City back. And that's how, and then you find out later that he's infected with his parallax. Um, so that story resonates with me. Um, and then in the Green Lantern live action movie, parallax is a thing, but he's a cloud. <laughs> and, and so you guys had to kind of reinvent parallax. You're not killing off Coast City. But how do you how did you guys go about the decision um, just to be a fly on the wall while you and John are working on this is just how do you bring in Parallax, not have him be a cloud, but not have him be as a result of Coast City getting destroyed? Well, you know, I mean, when Jim Creek called us in and he had done a lot of talking with Butch and, and probably Jeff. So they had a bunch of these beats for us, you know, and and uh, and some of the bigger ones. It's like, and our Kurtz is Hal, you know. I, I mean, we're figuring it's a Green Lantern movie. How can we have Hal in it? But but you know, as as I'm writing it, I'm like, oh crap, he's like a little evil here. Uh, you know, if if this would be the first time you're seeing 
like the Green Lantern universe, you're like, I don't like that a-hole one bit. And this guy, John Stewart's awesome, you know, but it's not our intent to put, uh, put Hal, you know, out to pasture or anything like that. I would, I would say, remind people that there are um, many different dimensions, <laughs> you know, and this is the tomorrow verse. Right. So it's in this universe. If right. Hal Jordan had to pick his favorite verse, this would not be it. Yeah. When I mean, I keep uh, they keep giving me these ones that are like I feel like I'm you know oh it's the Prince of Darkness you, <laughs> you know like I did the Apocalypse War and people are like oh my God you killed so many heroes I wiped out the Green Lanterns <laughs> in that one too and I killed John Stewart in that yep. one just yep. dumped a bunch yep. of molten right um, and then I was like that was when I was writing the first drafts to 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 um injustice and i was like hold oh, my God. beer yeah yeah hold my that beer was the that was the movie that came out when we had you on the first time I yeah. pregnant lois lane yeah. uh let me, let me kill her and blow up um metropolis yeah, that's a vicious <laughs> movie you know and i'm like oh jesus yeah you know? apocalypse war to me is more gripping because injustice is you're you're invested in those characters because you recognize them you know what I mean? But, but yeah. the, by the apocalypse war, you had been through 10 movies with them. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So no, you're 16. This journey. Yeah, no, it's like you, you had the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, if, if I could. Apocalypse war is out of this world. If I could, if I could do, I mean, if, if it came down differently, you know, I was like, there's just too much material. There's yeah, too yeah. much material for injustice. This could be, this could be uh, three. You could movies. do six movies. Yeah. yeah. You could, you could, right. It, it, yeah. it can be as, but they were like, Nope, one, and it's going to be 72 hard out. And I'm like, uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know, I'm like, a, well, yeah. I, I, I don't want somebody else doing it worse. So I guess I'll take on the challenge. But I just knew people were like, my favorite scene's gone. My favorite plot line's gone. It's like, <laughs> lucky anything's in there at all. It's like two foot of stuff yeah. to, to read through. And then, and then I got like an, an hour and 12 minutes to tell a, one cohesive story, you Do know, you, which, yeah. which we leave, which we leave. We could have, I saved a lot of stuff. So if they ever decide they want to do another one, there's a lot of, you know, the black canary, black canary um, is, is still around. And, well, just to see John on earth, see that that's the one thing I thought going in, you know, what I thought when I heard John Stewart origin story, I figured it would be a lot of earth that it would be a lot more grounded than anything like the, it, you know, the green lantern animated series is barely on earth. Um, the two green lantern animated movies, one of them's on earth, one of them's not. Um, but by the second half of first flight, he's already, you know, out, out in space. It's it's, I was, that's how it threw me. It, it threw me in the sense that I I wasn't surprised that they went to space. I thought it was crazy that they went to space the same night that he got arrested. Um, but hey, the ring pulls you up. That's yeah, it. That's it. He's he's gone. But he never. He barely comes back. He never. He barely. He never comes back. And you know he's 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 in this fight. And you know it, it seemed like one big long day. To me, you know, John Stewart, you could tell a plethora of stories now that you've built this guy. You could have him come back and have an entirely earthbound adventure and it would be something like 
to see that ring in action on this planet would be pretty amazing. That's just I mean, my, that's just my personal opinion. I, you know, I might have to disagree a tad yeah, with me, you, Seth, me. because I think what makes Green Lantern, the whole Green Lantern world uh, and mythos special is that they can tell these operatic tales set in space between aliens and, and, and stuff like that. It's, it's true space opera, right? Uh, whereas, I mean, like, so every other Green Lantern, uh, you know, goes out and has these big space adventures and Jon Stewart, we're going to leave him in the hood with his ring. It's like, it just does not feel like mm. fair, you know, like, like he should be giving the Guardian smell and, and being out there fighting okay. in the in the Thanagarian, uh, ran Thanagarian war, stuff like that, a fight in Parallax. So I mean, I, I just think we get him out of Earth. Sure, I'm I'm sure there's some some great there's some great Earthbound stories like hard traveling heroes, although they yeah. don't do a lot of traveling, if if I recall. Well, and then, then there's this other thing, you know, just when I saw city. the film, I saw the film, you know, it, it came out last week and I saw it, and then you uh, uh debuted it at San Diego Comic-Con, and mm. there was a conversation in one of the panels about the decision to kill Hal and just oh. the idea, you know, again, I'm not invested in this Hal. And that's kind of why I led you th this, this way in the conversation. Like this Hal doesn't have the greatness. He has the legacy, but he's not the greatness. And now he's done. Or is that a comic book death where everybody could, could be a death or, or, or not, you know, who knows? well, you know what? I mean, <laughs> It was kind of funny. I mean, the last draft, John Semper and I handed in, had him possibly dead, but then a Zeta beam swooped him up. So you didn't know. And then when I saw the movie, I'm like, oh, oh my God, they just kept him dead. <laughs> I wonder how this is going to go down. I mean, usually they, they, you know, they change a lot of stuff from the script. Like I put in a fight. And I know it's a placeholder fight because people like like Jeff Wamister, he he's gonna he's gonna do a fight much better than I think of. I'm gonna give him some pieces. Maybe he sure, uses sure. them. Maybe well, that's he does, the difference right? between a writer and a director, right? Right, right. So he's he's gonna do that stuff. So fights change. They'll cut some cut some parts of the scene. Like we had them actually going on to that derelict ship, and he just snipped it out. And it, I think it works much better, much quicker. And, uh, but you usually don't get something like, well, he was alive, but now he's definitely dead. Like, you don't, you don't usually get those changes. <laughs> so it was quite a surprise. Yeah. Um, and I, I knew we were going to get heat for it, but to all those people who are like, oh no, they killed Hal Jordan one star. I'm like, have you ever read a comic book or watched a comic book movie? before because the only person the only person that has never come back is uncle ben from spider-man yeah that's it and i'm sure somebody's freaking working on where uncle ben gets the spite uh, you know spider powers right now okay <laughs> or they will after they hear me say it but even yeah. thomas wayne in the flashpoint it's like bruce was killed and he becomes crazy batman yeah, yeah, right yeah, i mean like yeah. no there is no death except for Uncle Ben that has ever took. 
Okay. Okay. So, so let me let me put you on the spot. Do you think Robert Downey Jr. comes back? Uh, I don't know. That's more of like, uh, does the does the male character of Iron Man come back uh, as somebody else playing him, Tony Stark? So uh, so so you're, well, there's two ways to go to go to that. Yeah. You know, other people have inherited, you know, the ring. I mean, yeah. for a whole generation, or, Kyle Rayner's Green Lantern, or the you know, or the or the cape, you know, right. whatever. I mean, the shield. Yep. I, now they're doing that stuff with comic books where it's like, well, now you are Thor, but you are Lady Thor, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, they should. I think they should keep the other characters around also and and expand Don't the universe. Replace them. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be a replacement. And this isn't a replacement. You know, um, well, explain that. Like, like, it, it, could it just be that this entire universe, this tomorrow verse, for lack of a better phrase, um, is just that was that was Hal Jordan. Like, Hal Jordan came before these movies were 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 done. You know, he was a big time hero. Uh, then he falls, you know, in with this parallax and takes him over, and kind of that absolves him of his crimes, and then, you know. He, he dies an honorable death and, that, and that's that's kind of this guy's run you know that's not to say that tomorrow verse is going to last for 10 years and there will be another green lantern movie you know there, there's going to be another there's a green lantern show on hbo coming i mean there's the character right. is going to persevere oh yeah well you know that's i guess what you said is what we're what has kind of happened in the tomorrow verse continuity Okay, but now can it change? And what does Butch have planned? I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't. They don't tell you. He doesn't. He doesn't share that stuff with a mere writer of of a one or two of these movies. A mere writer. Um, Uh, You got you. It's like compartmentalized. Compartmentalized. You need. It's on a need to know basis. Do we need to know that? No. You need to know what you need to know for this movie. You know. Yeah. The, uh, the the voice cast is fantastic. Aldous Hodge is brilliant. Um, he is Hawkman in the live action Black Adam movie. Is that true? Yeah. 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 So probably somebody well. you can ask also, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was only doing interviews at Comic Con. I said I'm not flying all the way to San Diego to talk to Aldous Hodge. No offense to Aldis. Um, can you get Can you get the Rock for three hundred? That'll be a big one. Yeah, that would be big. That would be big. I have a, a a funny joke about the Rock that I might have to take out of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> there's only one movie of the Rocks I've ever seen. Moana. Really? I have never. So a friend of mine. I'm. I'll take this part out of the podcast, but. <coughs> A friend of mine does this show called 10 Movies where they take one actor and they review 10 of his or her movies right. and they do this podcast and then they rank the movies at the end of this of a season. So right. they, it's a cute podcast. And This part won't be in it. I'm going to wipe some sweat off my face. Then. No, no, you're fine. Um, so uh, they did The Rock and I literally saw their podcast and I was like, I haven't seen any of these movies. I couldn't tell you anything about any of these except for Moana. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I, I, I would literally, if somebody said to me, uh, the rock could come on your podcast, I'd have to watch a shit ton of movies quick. 
<laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I think you would you would enjoy it. I mean, even at the, I can't do the Fast and the Furious. The skewer. Oh no! Hard pass. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Really? But, but um, Scorpion King, right? Yeah, and, they did um, that. They really anyone did that. where he's in the buddy comedy with you know Kevin Hart. I mean, those are all funny. Uh oh. Uh, Coming to and, get you. But no, no, nobody's coming yet. I, I just have my my window open. I'll close it if you're getting too much no, background. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, your super microphone. No, okay. The, yeah, the one the one that he just did with Jason Statham that's in the universe of that is okay. is freaking great. Really, I, I love they they play off on each other so well. And then whichever ones though they're in. The first one where Jason Thaisen, Statham is a killer and kills one of the one of the team, Uh-oh. you know, it, it is like, but then they have to bring him back. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that, that part's a little odd. It's a little odd. It's like it we're, we're forgetting about Billy that he killed. Right? <laughs> like they just don't bring it up. Right. So that's wow. kind of funny. But uh, yeah, I would I would look through his. Um, I would look through yeah. this. What what are his other what is uh, his other non superhero y movies? I I couldn't tell you. I, I I it's 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 beyond me. Who does Keisha Sharp play? Keisha Sharp. Ah. So she's in the B- Green Lantern cast. She I don't know. I don't. Did she oh she uh Badal or something. The other scientist. The the. Hawk girl scientist, I think. Oh, I see. That's what she okay. paid. Uh, this is a better list. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ready? Let's put a bow on this. All right. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Yeah. Aldous Hodge is great. Uh, Jimmy Simpson played uh, Oliver Queen. Um, I'd seen Jimmy Simpson's work and I couldn't recognize the voice. So that's always a great uh, example. Nolan North plays uh, Hal Jordan. Uh, Rick Wasserman, Sinestro, uh, Jamie Gray Hyder plays Hawk Girl. Yeah, um, they both did a great yeah. job. <laughs> it, it was a, it was a, it was a unique voice cast, and you know, with all of these Tomorrow films, the voices are different. It, it, not not bad. It, it, it's just uh, very very different from what we've heard in the past, and I like that they're keeping it fresh like that. <laughs> Jimmy Simpson. Um... I mean, he's hilarious. He's so fun. All of them, all this and and Jamie, they were really nice. Uh, at, having met them on, the, he's uh, a on Green Arrow in League of Super Pets. Ah, well, so that means he's going to be the Tomorrow versus Green Green Arrow. Like he's and, the he's the Green Arrow, right? Like he's yeah. he's he's the new, he's but the new was, version. The, you know, because I, I didn't place the name. I didn't place the name until I heard the voice. And then I was, uh, he said something some way. And I was like, Oh my God, it's uh, what, what was it on Letterman Lloyd, the intern or Lou, the intern. You remember him? He was always like, Dave, yeah, Reno, yeah. come on, let's go. Let's go to a <laughs> rave tonight. It's like, I, I don't think I'll be doing that. <laughs> you, you know, like, You're lost, man. <laughs> um, hold on. So he'd be like, Come on, John Stewart. Come on out, out in space. Space <laughs> rave. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Green, Green Lantern, Beware My Power is the 47th of these animated uh, movies. 
Um, what Ooh. is next for you? What can you tell us that you're working on? What's 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 coming up that uh, you can share? And feel feel free to break any news on the podcast. You're you're more than welcome. Well, I am going to be in uh, Hungary soon to to uh, watch um, a live action one hour pilot that that I wrote being filmed. Fingers crossed, you know. I mean, like it's awesome. COVID wiped out one of our shooting dates like three months ago, so that kind of oh, blew. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that should yeah, be COVID doesn't uh, is not hitting the tomorrow verse. <laughs> no, yeah, we don't we don't mention a lot. So <laughs> it's about uh, it's a little different than the stuff I usually write. It's uh, obviously live action, and it's about two bumbling private eyes, and it's called Dicks. <laughs> really? So yeah, <laughs> that wasn't my title, but I'm <laughs> growing to like it. That's funny. That's cool. Well, have a great trip. That's that's pretty awesome. Let let us know, and uh, people can follow you on social media. You'll 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 post a couple of hungry pictures. Get it? Oh, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> it should be it should be fun. Uh, yeah, at uh, at EJ Altbacker at Ernie Altbacker. I think yep. I got both of them. So yeah, if you do me a solid, I'm, I got to get up to a thousand. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, ever since they started these. Um, people have their favorites. I remember a bunch of years ago when they had about 30 of them uh, in, you know, in reference to the ESPN 30 for thirties, we just, we ranked the 30 movies on the podcast. And the fun part about that is, is that something that you could think is like the 25th out of 30 doesn't mean you hate it. You know, you can like 25 out of 30. Like there hasn't been one that I absolutely despised. You know, there's ones that I like more than others, but that's part of being a fan. I, I, I think this, this venture, and it's just so interesting because what DC's trouble with, you know, they're having so much trouble with continuity and all their stuff with all their live action stuff. And yet these animated movies just keep on cranking out and they're each one's more edgy than the next. Yeah. I mean, I think they do a great job. Everybody involved with them. Yeah. Takes it, takes it, uh, pretty seriously that they want to make uh, a great viewing experience for, for the fans, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and I think that they're going to, you know, do a lot of different stuff. Uh, like I'd never heard of the Ruby property before. I didn't know. What, it, I, I still don't know what that it was, was announced. Yeah. Man, if they do a mix on that, it could be very cool. Now, now that could I've be. looked in yeah. on it a little, little bit more, I'm like, Oh, this is, this is super cool. You know, yeah. it's kind of like, enlarging the fan base by bringing more people into it i, I think it's a i think it's a great idea so it's a great thing can't wait great. to see what else they have in store for us yes that's right that's right uh thank you so much for uh for doing this again for coming back and hanging it and slumming it with us with, with us and uh, uh continued success on everything the live action the animation everything that you're doing uh we're a fan and uh, we will continue to help you promote it as much as we can all right. Well, thanks a lot, Seth, and you have a great day. That's Ernie Altbacker. Next week here on the podcast, we are going to break down uh, phase four, five, and six of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We will discuss all of that, all their new announcements and all the shows and all the movies and everything. We'll try to make sense of all of that stuff. Uh, we'll talk Marvel Cinematic Universe next week right here on the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you then.